the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. day it's a magnificent day smash with you right here appreciate you listening as is always monday through friday four to six o'clock right here at wbgz 107.1 fm the big z now i asked doug jenkins to jump back in the studio here just after the news because i wanted to get because uh, one thing delivering the news and I, I just want to get a perspective of what's changing as far as the covid rules and everything is concerned so if you could touch on them one right after the other and get it done in a effective sort of uh, way, time-wise, that, that would be good. All right, well, uh, right here. Yes, we start now. That's right. Basically, this is uh, this is going to impact about half of our listeners. Yeah. Uh, if you're in Madison County or, or points south, uh, this is going to be uh, something you have to deal with. If you're in Jersey or McCoopin or uh, Calhoun points yeah. north, uh, this is not going to affect you. Because uh, I heard what you were saying. I'm yeah. thinking to myself, man, let's go deeper into this because Doug knows because you know this stuff. Go. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, uh, the changes are uh, bars and restaurants yeah. and even the gambling facilities, be it a casino or one of these uh, smaller operations, mm-hmm. the, the neighborhood gambling houses, uh, they're going to have to close at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't reopen until 6, which uh, I, I find it interesting they put that in writing because uh, being the guy that uh, constantly thinks, well, how can we get around this rule? You know, being yeah. devil's advocate. Yeah. If I was a bar owner, maybe I would close at 11 o'clock and then reopen at 11.01. So they put that in yeah. the rules so that you have to uh, stay closed until uh, 6 in the morning. Uh, yeah, nice catch on their part there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, yep. So apparently they have somebody yeah. who, uh, best way to catch a criminal is to hire a criminal, right? <laughs> That's exactly mm-hmm. right. All I've right. heard that before. Now, the one that I'm uh, I'm scratching my head about is uh, the social gatherings, yeah. uh, uh, like weddings, funerals, and potlucks. Uh, yeah. They're saying either 25% of the room or 25 people uh, in all, which if you're holding uh, a wedding or a potluck in, in a small room such as this, uh, 25% would be a lot less than 25 people, obviously. Yeah. But if you're holding it, uh, at some place like, say, uh, the gymnasium at Alton High School. Just, just for example, mm-hmm. um, I, I would think that 25% would be a lot more than 25 people. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how they came to that, but mm-hmm. that's what the rule is. And mm-hmm. uh, it's up to the poor health departments around the state to um, to uh, be the bad guy and uh, yeah. wave, wag their finger at them. Do that, does that play to the churches? Uh, there's nothing mentioned about churches yeah, right now, although uh, depending on how it's interpreted, uh, there may be an argument brought up either for or against. I, yeah. I could see it going either way. Right. Uh, all right. Um, so, I, and uh, as far as sporting events, yeah. which uh, you have 
uh, well, for example, the races every Friday night down to Tri-City. The voice of Tri-City. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> we were told uh, by, by our owner down there that sporting events fall under a, a separate category. Oh, really? So I believe that and uh, maybe some other spectator um, sporting activities, uh, yeah. if there are other, any, any others going on, minor league baseball maybe, mm-hmm. um, whatever the case may be. Uh, if it's a sporting activity, I believe those are safe as well. But I, I can't safe, offer— Safe in what manner? That, that's safe. more than 25 percent yes ah, yes okay. uh, still allowed and there's still restrictions on them sure um in fact one of the first things i say every night when i turn on the mic down there is make sure you keep your social distance if you came in yeah. your group obviously you can sit with them but to make sure you're a good 10 feet away from uh the next closest group because right. the eyes are watching yeah that's right and they are they are Appreciate the information, partner. Thank you. Hopefully uh, there's not any more information I have uh, to come back in and talk about. Right on. So. Takes care of the news on a constant basis here, not only for the station, but also for S- Smash Daily. Mucho appreciated, sir. Gracias. That's Doug Jenkins right there. Hey, uh, there's a lot of stuff that uh, has happened on this day, so I thought I'd uh, amass some of it for you right here. First thing is uh, some happy birthdays, all right? So this is kind of like birthdays, obits, and who gives a – rat's rear end type of thing here so first and foremost is a very funny fellow i wouldn't say he's foremost but very funny fellow i don't know if you've ever had the chance to watch this dude because he is like a unique deliverer of comedy and his name is cat williams he is 47 years old today here he is talking about the caucasian situation i'm enjoying my motherfucking life that's all i'm saying i advise you to do the same do sh- that make you happy go out and get you some white friends you ain't gotta sleep with them but you gonna need them if you go to jail and call your friends these mother will interrogate you more than damn police did they had your ass on the phone where the was you at what the was you doing why you ain't call me not your white friends them will be there by the time you hang up the phone and they'll be madder than you just what the did he do murder murdered who look i on him for two weeks he wouldn't do something like that gotta love white people i don't give what you say white people are friendly you can call them up at three o'clock in the morning with the wrong number and they won't even be mad at you they just hello no i'm sorry no shaquita here well what number did you dial no it's a nine not a seven <laughs> we'll try it if it doesn't work call me back we'll figure this thing out <laughs> that is cat williams very very funny fellow 47 years old today one of the biggest beauties in the history of beauties is 54 years old today from the tv show i didn't even know she was on this show ugly betty all kinds of movies including wild wild west this was a great movie that she was in once Upon a Time in Mexico, one of the great Westerns right there. Her name means peace or calm, the Arabic word for that. Salma Hayek, the actress, is 54 years old today. Happy birthday, baby. I know you're listening because it's smashed daily and that's worldwide. Lennox Lewis, one of the most powerful hitters in the history of boxing. Professional boxer. I... It's like I just saw him yesterday, but not really. He's 55 years old. Holy mackerel. 
International Boxing Hall of Fame, three-time heavyweight champion. This is back when heavyweights were like just thunder. You know what I mean? Th- when they hit you, you heard the thud. Plop. Big old fist upside the head, you know? Lennox Lewis, British professional boxer. Happy birthday, my man. Now, this guy right here, I tell you what, this guy right here I'm very impressed with because I wasn't at first, but then when I went and saw The Matrix, that's what made me say, yeah, this this, this is a, a, a heavy-duty dude right here. And he is, I didn't even know he was this old, 56 years old Keanu Reeves. Now, a motion picture so grand, so magnificent, and so vast, it spans 7,000 years. No way! Yes way! But it starts with Bill. I'm Bill S. Preston! Who was Joan of Arc? And Ted. Noah's wife? We're in danger of flunking most heinously tomorrow. A force from the future. Can we go anywhere we want at any time? You can do anything you want. Is putting history at their fingertips. Let's reach out and touch someone. They're traveling through time. How's it going, royal ugly dudes? Put them in the Iron Maiden. Excellent! Execute them. Bogus. How's it going, dude? And they're making a big impression. Historical babes. Now they're home. Everybody get together, remember who your buddy is. To trash the 20th century. We got a live one here. Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, Napoleon. We're from history. Billy the Kid. Oh my God. Joan of Arc. Sigmund Freud. Tell me about your mother. You a musician? Beethoven. Genghis Khan! Abraham Lincoln. Party on, dudes! Socrates. George Carlin. We're history. If you guys are really us, what number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! <gasps> Bill and Ted's... Excellent! Excellent! Excellent adventure. Party on, dude. I tell you what, man. Keanu Reeves, bravo to you, young man. He's made a great career for himself. I think uh, Bill and Ted's getting ready to come out with another Bill and Ted's movie here, I'd say within, within the next month. Anyway, Keanu Reeves, 56 years old. I tell you where I really came to dig Keanu Reeves was in the Matrix movies because he's badass in the Matrix movies all the way. And then I don't know if you've ever seen the John Wick Movies? Oh, my goodness. That is a pugilistic dude there. Keanu Reeves. I've seen some of his other movies, too. And, I mean, he's, it's one of these guys, You what do they call it? You have to uh, gain a taste for it, you know? But I dig that cat, man. Some great movies there. Eric Dickerson, the football player. 60 years old. National Football League. Pro Football Hall of Famer, running back for the Rams, the Colts, the Raiders, and the Atlanta Falcons. He holds the uh, NFL record for yards gained in one season at 2,105 yards. Holy mackerel, that's a runner right there. But Eric Dickerson, I got to meet him a long time ago when I was uh, working for the Rams. And uh, 
just a really nice dude, knows how to work the public and just knows how to carry himself magnificently. Salute, 60 years old. Jimmy Connors, who I think is from this area here, and at one point in time, I believe he had something to do with the casino just down the street from us here in Alton, in the Riverbend at uh, WBGZ. Professional tennis player. He is now, I cannot even believe this, 68 years old. I'm talking about Jimmy Connors. He won all the Opens, Australian, Wimbledon, U.S. Open, all of them. International Tennis Hall of Famer. Jimmy Connors. Remember, he's going with, the, oh, what was her name? Come on, man. Chris Everett. Boy, that was a big-time deal as far as them being together is concerned. Because it was Chris Everett, and he was kind of like one of the bad boys of tennis back then because they were just developing, uh, you know, their bad boy image with him and Macaron and all of them. But Jimmy Connors, 68 years old. Terry Bradshaw. I think he's got four or five Super Bowl rings. He was, uh, of course, with the Steelers for the longest time, quarterback for the Steelers, and he played in Super Bowl nine, 10, 13, and 14. That's a lot of Super Bowls within a tight period of time. Did all kinds of movies. Smokey and the Bandit, he was in that. Cannonball Run, he was in that. But he had a singing. He had a singing career, too. After he got out of football, he became a singer, well, here he is, Terry Bradshaw, who's celebrating his birthday today. Here's him singing. Did you ever see I love this song. Hank Williams. When Just a minute. He's going to hum. There he is. It's humming. Got some whistling in it. Nobody hums no more. At least not on songs. Whistles going on. <whistles> whistling like that. Nobody does that. Glenn Yarbrough started that in songs. I mean, whistling was done in folk songs and all that. But Glenn Yarbrough, when he started whistling in his songs, Back in the 60s, oh, man, everybody started whistling after that. Terry Bradshaw over there humming a little bit, man. Nice job, Terry Bradshaw, who today is celebrating an age of, believe this or not, 72 years old. Pretty good. He's got a new show coming on the the E! Network. Starts up uh, this week, if not next. It's him and his family doing a, you know, family reality type of the show. He's got his wife and he's got like four daughters. He's over there being Terry Bradshaw. Let's read real quick on this date. This is an important date. 1963, 
CVS. I, I, I'll never forget this as a kid because I used to watch the news as a kid. Because my mom and dad, they'd watch the news. And we only, back in those days, only had one TV. And it was black and white, big screen, huge uh, box. Big screen back then was if you had like a, a 19 or 20-inch screen, Oh, man, the whole neighborhood was over because on Saturday night they had Saturday night at the movies on NBC and everybody came on over to watch the movie because on a big screen, it's a 20-inch screen. Are you kidding me? Magnificent era in time. But on this date in 1963, what is today? 2nd of September? Yep. Walter Cronkite was lengthened in his news report from 15 minutes because back then they were only 15 minutes, I remember. And they lengthened it to 30. And, of course, now all the news, as far as the national type of news on the networks is concerned, is 30 minutes long. And uh, becoming the nation's first half-hour, full half-hour nightly newscast, he had an amazing first guest, President John F. Kennedy. Wow. That's the way to kick it off right there. But that's part of the amazing thing that... At least uh, this date is noted for. So many other things. I'm just looking at them right here. Okay. Well, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they inducted it today. They they built it, uh, you know, and it got completed the other day. But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame opens up in Cleveland. Again, it should have been in St. Louis. Somebody paid a lot of money to get it in Cleveland. That's the way the politics runs on this stuff. But, yeah, I was wheezing. But, listen to this lineup that uh, played the opening performance of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Bob Dylan, Chuck Berry, James Brown, Aretha Franklin, Little Richard, Al Green, the Allman Brothers, Booker T and the MGs, Jerry Lee Lewis, Johnny Cash was there, Pretenders. I used to love the Pretenders, Chrissy Hine and them. Um, John Fogarty, Lou Reed, Iggy Pop was there. I don't know if he's uh, out of his shirts by then or not. George Clinton and the P-Funk. The uh, Kinks were there. John Mellencamp, I remember that. Springsteen, Animals, Eric Burden, Boss Gags, just a whole mess of people inaugurating the thing known as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And finally, on this date, and I, I can't hit everything just because you can't, but on this date in 1978, this was brilliant. Because this dude, Teddy Pendergrass, he was like one of the ultimate soul singers. But... The women loved him because he was a man, all right? And the thing about the soul singing that he did, it was one of these come-hither type of singing song type of deals, all his songs, except when he was with Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes when I really, really loved him. But I tell you the honest truth, back then, men were coming into the acknowledgement. And this, again, the year was 1978. I'll never forget, I came into acknowledging myself. Uh, men were coming into acknowledgement of their feminine sides. And so whenever I, Sir Smashington, would hear somebody like Teddy Pendergrass singing like that, my my feminine side started, you know, like my feminine side, you know. Well, anyway, he puts on his humongous Midnight for Women Only concert. It's over at uh, Avery uh, Fisher Hall in New York. And he was promoting his uh, album, Life is a Song, worth singing. And it's the ladies only in a crowd. And listen to this. This is 1970. The ladies were treated, every lady, only ladies in the crowd, treated to white chocolate and lollipops. Who's your daddy? Mm-hmm. 
Now, you know, I I might do that for the ladies of the, of the river band here. Just have uh, like a one show and you can come on by the studio and all the ladies when they come by to dig Smash Daily going to get for themselves a lollipop because I am your boy lollipop. And then along with that, maybe get some, some of that white chocolate. And then because we are all of that age, I just throw in, you know, just maybe an individual packet of Metamucil. Might be helpful for some. So, I mean, back then when Teddy Pendergrass was doing it, Teddy Pendergrass, yeah, 1970-whatever, sure, the chocolate and the lollipop, that's all you need. But nowadays, you throw in some Metamucil, you're going to have some happy people. That's just me thinking out loud. That's a little bit of the as uh, the births, obits, and who gives a rat's rear end. One of the features here at the place known as Smash Daily on WBGZ. Close out. Let me rub your back when you say so. With Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah, baby. Come on, get closer and closer, so close to me. Yep, talking to you. Let's get lost in each other. Tell me, baby. Come here, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on my way. My feminine side. I got my driver's license. I got my credit cards. I'm in the car. Okay. That's it. I guess I move on.
Got to send that one out to my man, Big Willie. Cha-cha! Used to sing that song and, and play that harp when we were doing Smash Band. Ah, that was magnificent. Huey Lewis right there, working for a living. That's what uh, most of us are doing. Smash with you right here. Appreciate you listening. So I found this stuff here about uh, how old folks are getting jacked around when it comes to looking for jobs. All right? Now I ain't saying this in the wrong way. Hey, kids, you got to have jobs too. But that gone, I ain't saying this in the wrong way, but I seen uh, older folks who get passed on a job just because of their age. They call it age discrimination, but you can't call them on it because they got all these forms and all this kind of stuff, and they do things clandestinely. That means in secret so that you cannot bust them on it. So instead of paying you, I'm just using round figures. Instead of paying you 50 Gs a year, they're paying a kid 17, all right? Doing the same work, maybe even more. They're jacking around old folks like that. Old folks. I say old folks. I'm talking 45-plus generation. That's what it says right here. This is from an operation called Ladders, and they do vocational stuff. Despite pushback from younger generations, Americans over the age 45 are the fastest-growing segment of the workforce. Still, legislation meant to protect this demographic from workplace discrimination is pretty thin. Stereotypes associated with older citizens are particularly destructive when work is so hard to come by. And this is kind of like what it sounds like as far as jobbing is concerned. Uh, An example here, millennial to baby boomer. Amy, it says you are trained in technology. That's very good. Are you adept at Excel? No. PowerPoint? No. Publisher? Not really. Exactly in what area of technology Mm -hmm. are you proficient? (laughs) Snapchat, Pinterest, Instagram, Vine, Twitter. You know, the big ones. I'm surprised you didn't say Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) That's for old people, like my parents. (laughs) That's funny. That's the way it is, yeah. When an older person is trying to hire a younger person, that's what you get. No, I ain't saying all the kids, no. I don't want the, the, the youngsters coming on over here marching on down to bricks here and everybody's got their signs and their placards and everything. It's just cool, Papa Smash. Ooh, little Smash, all right? Currently, the industries below I'm about to read are the least likely to take on older talent. See, they don't call it a workforce anymore. They call you talent to make you think like, oh, wow, I'm a talent. Let me tell you what a talent is, all right? Because I'm in business. I'm in the business of talent, right? Oh, my gosh. Let me me calm down. Boy, I wish I had me some of that peanut butter whiskey. I don't even drink. Somebody told me they make peanut butter whiskey, and I'm thinking to myself, holy mackerel, that's got to be good. I love peanut butter. Whiskey, I don't know nothing about. I don't drink. But peanut butter and whiskey? Um. Here's what talent is. Talent in the ancient days, a talent was a coin. And that coin was used to pay somebody for their services, their product, whatever they would provide for you at that particular 
points in the era that we're talking about. I don't know if that's Bronze Age, Iron Age, Ancient Age, whatever it is. Stone Age, I don't know. But a talent was always a coin that was used to say thank you for the work you did. Here, accept this in payment for the work that you did. So you got paid a talent or 10 talents, whatever the work called for. So a talent is not a person who's got skills in, in this particular situation, capabilities in another situation. Got A talent is a person who can take those skills and take, and take those capabilities and turn them into money. Thus, the talent. So when somebody says, you're a great talent, well, no, you're not. Unless you're making a lot of great money. Then all of a sudden, you're a great talent. Because you can have all the skills. You can have all the, the, the capabilities. But if you ain't making money, if you ain't working, so that's what they do. They jack around the old folks. And I tell you why. I know, because that's happened to me. Listen to this right here. Currently, the industries below, meaning on this pepier, are the least likely to take on older talent, all right? So anybody over 45, well, you know, 45 to about 60, you're taking a gamble if you're trying to get into manufacturing, software, and IT, business and finance, taking a gamble on that. Maybe you get it, maybe you won't. But if you're over 60, they don't want to talk to you. What do you know? Manufacturing, we can't put you on the line. Software and IT, you don't know nothing about that stuff. Business and finance. But the kids, the kids, they have an angle on all this. Amy, when you're working for me, you have to have the research skills because I'll send you things for you to comb through and get the answers and send them to me. So for that, you've got to be really good at technology. For stuff like that, no problem. I'll just ask Siri. You'll just ask Siri? You know, Siri, tell me this. Siri, find me that. We're all good getting you the answers. That's, that's what they do. The kids, I love the kids. I got a few of them myself. Some of them, I actually know who they are. The most commonly cited concerns regarding older workers are as follows. Older workers, they say, are not motivated. Well, you ain't talking to me, all right? I got bills to pay. I'm motivated out the wazoo to do two things, make me and you some money so that from that, a pride can be had so we make more money. Said older workers don't participate in extra training or career development programs. Somebody got something against the older worker, I'm telling you. But the younger worker is a whole different kind of uh, angle at this whole deal. I want you ready to go at eight sharp each and every morning. I don't understand. What don't you understand? What you just said. You don't understand? Be ready to go? No. You said eight, right? Yes. Eight like in the morning eight? Yes, in the morning. <laughs> yeah. That kind of doesn't work for me. Who gets up at eight? I do. I Skype with my French boyfriend in Paris until like three in the morning. I don't even get to Starbucks until like 10 where I order my grande chai tea latte, three pumps, skim milk, light water, 2% foam, extra hot, but not too hot. So if it's okay, I work best in the morning at 1045. 
<laughs> I love the kids, but that's what it is. The most commonly uh, cited concerns regarding older workers also include older workers are resistant to change. Nah, that's because you don't want older workers. I'm going to say what it is, all right? What you want, Mr. Employer, who is citing that older workers are resistant to change, is you want one of these youngsters who don't know no better, and so instead of paying somebody 50 Gs a year, you can pay them 17, and they're happy with their, like Amy just said over there, Snapchats and all that crap. Older workers aren't as productive as younger workers. Eat my older workers don't identify themselves with companies they work for. What? Older workers are distrustful of other people. Well, that might be because you got jacked around so many times along the way. You got to earn trust. Trust is not given. All right. You got to earn trust. When you earn my trust, applause, applause. Most commonly cited concerns regarding older workers include older workers have poor health. Compared to what? Some kid? Well, maybe. But that's based on age, really, not health, because they got some youngsters out there. Might not be as strong. But I tell you what, get me going the way I'm supposed to be going. And I got that strength, and it builds. You ain't going to find no better worker than me. And I'm 70 years old. I know they got younger than me. Older workers will let their family lives get in the way of work. Well, yes, family comes first, dumbass. Oy, 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 oy. Wow. Amy, I don't think we're going to be a good fit. Why are you so negative? I can sense your hostilities, and right now I am not feeling very safe. I've been here for over five minutes, and the only nice thing you have said to me was nice resume, which I typed all night for this meeting with you. You've given me no guidance, no validation, no encouragement, no supervision. Is there an HR director somewhere? HR director? Yes, I need to speak to someone. I may have to take off today as a mental health day. Take the day off, you... Amy, Amy, look at me. You don't work here. Are you firing me? <laughs> ah, magnificent. Hey, listen, 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 listen. It's unfortunate that in society today, especially in this COVID era, that uh, people are judged on a demographic as opposed to a, a skill and a capability. People are judged as to a uh, look as opposed to a skill or a capability. Sometimes because of your look, you'll get a gig that someone who doesn't look like you should have gotten. But because of your look, you got it. And the pity of the whole deal is for me, for me, personal opinion for me, is that the boomer generation who's been doing all this hiring and all this stuff all along the way, the boomer generation screwed over the boomer generation. But hey, don't get me started. Did I get the job? Absolutely not. Why not? Because you're a baby boomer and I'm a millennial. Ah, well... Melanie, I, I am overqualified for this job. I don't know where you got this. We don't do paper applications. I made it. I don't do the internet. Okay. 
that is the third time you have said that this interview, and it also says so on this homemade job application. There you go, champ. I don't know what this is for. Don't you need a trophy anytime you anything? <laughs> oh, it's on. How'd you get here? Horse? <laughs> I drove my car. I own it. After eight more payments. How'd you get here? I took an Uber. Do not know what that is. I bet you're a vegan. Yeah, because I'm not a monster. Your generation is afraid of black people. Your generation thinks you are black people. Oh, word. <laughs> Learning how to text is the only way you'll ever communicate with your son. All right, guys, who took my Sheryl Crow album? Gen X. You know what? You're hired. I quit. Dad! I'm just looking right here, all the things that environmental resources will do for you. If it's time for you to find if you have a problem with asbestos floating in your air at the house, the building, whatever the case may be, and or mold and mildew under the floors, behind the walls, whatever. Residential, commercial, industrial, school, chemical plants, they do it all. Inspect and diagnose. Definitely attention to detail on something like this because it's your health. Disposal after removal, safe environment, but the attention to detail has got to start with you. And here's the main detail you need to know, and that is the phone number. 618-471-9119. 618-471-9119 for environmental resources located in Wood River. So they're close to everything here in the River Bend. All right? Safe, safe prompt removal services. That's what you need. Just get it out of your house. They go to this humongous fill hole way far away. They put the stuff in there. Ain't nobody bothered by it. Covered up with dirt in the long run. And it's just another place where you don't have to worry about your place. All right? You call 618-471-9119. And Abram Henson will come on over and give you the free estimate as to whether that asbestos is floating whether that mold and mildew is killing you, free estimate, all right? No obligation, but free estimate. Take advantage of that. 25 years of service, these guys, all right? Customer satisfaction all the way. 618-471-9119. That's Environmental Resources. Smash, smash, digging a smash.
stuff baby right here smash daily it's called 4 to 6 p.m monday through friday wbgz radio and that is 107.1 fm the big z our sister station if you like that song right there if you like skinner you're gonna love our sister station which is my mix 94.3 the best mix of the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s sometimes when you hear a skinner like that you think man what if what if the plane did not go down and no one perished? Where would that band be right now? They'd be, they'd be the Beatles of Southern Rock. That's what they would be. That's just me thinking out loud. Smash with you right here. I got to close up. But just before I do close up, I want to say you have opportunity, in case you missed any of today's show, to get on over to the podcast. Now, the podcast is the Apples and <laughs> uh, iTunes and the Googles, and all that, all right? But if you go straight to the place known as smashdaily.com, then Susan Singer from Reach Digital Management, um, along with my man, LL Cool Low, they've put together the whole thing. You just push a little tiny button. You got all kinds of options. And, and you push a little tiny button, and there you go. You can get to any part of the podcast that you want. So if you missed uh, the speaker uh, a little bit earlier, Mr. Cunningham, with the Blind City podcast, you might want to check that out this evening. If you missed uh, a little bit of the what uh, has happened on this particular day, the births, obits, and who gives a rat's rear end, well, you might want to check that out on the podcast tonight. My man Lolo is going to get it up there. So Lolo, I appreciate you doing that. Susan and me have been together about 35 years. Started working together about 15 years ago on all the smash sites and everything. We got a new one. It's getting ready to open up. I'll tell you about that sometime down the line when it does open up. And uh, oh, Susan told me something today. I can't remember what it was. You know how you have Metamucil so that you can dislodge? I like to have some sort of mental Metamucil so I can lodge. Not forget stuff. You see what I'm saying? Like, I just forgot that it's about time for me to get out of here. Hope you had yourself a good one, no matter what that one happened to be. Smash, dig the smash, smash, smash. I'm digging the smash, smash, smash. Well, that is it. You've been digging the smash, smash daily style for as long as you was able to tune in today. Performance time, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 o'clock, right here. On WBGZ, 107.1 FM, the Big Z. So until the next time, I am G-O-H-N, gone. So gone, I was not even here. So have yourself a good one, no matter what that one happens to be. Smash, 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 smash,